Assalamu alaikum Sayyidna and welcome to the Progeny Podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, dear Sheikh Mustafa Mas'ud. going to ask the most important question before we start looking at how you got introduced to the Quran. Inshallah. What does jawab a jawab mean? Very good because question. Because a lot of people, they heard this and they fell in love with it. But maybe right. they don't understand it. Yeah, jawab a jawab, actually jawab means answer. answer. And jawab a jawab means the answer of the answer. Yeah. So in the recitation of the Holy Quran, especially in the uh, voice and tune uh, parts, we have these terminologies of qarar, jawab, and jawab jawab. When we go to the um, recitation of the Holy Quran, especially in tahqiq, in tajweed part, so we have to do the three levels of each maqam. Mm. Maqam means the uh, actually melody. We call it mm-hmm. in Arabic terminology. So each maqam based on the vocal levels, voice levels, they have three levels. Qarar, which is the establishment, mm-hmm. which when you start, for example, maqam bayati, qarar is not naturally in in re do re um, and then it goes to jawab and then it goes to jawab 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 is the last and the highest level of the voice for each maqam so the audience will be satisfied when the highest yes give us an example sir. for example <coughs> in maqam asika we do qarar jawab and jawab jawab bismillahirrahmanirrahim qarar Still, I go one more ayahs with Qarar. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. And then we go to Jawab. Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Maliki Maliki Yawmiddin. And then we go to higher pitch. <coughs> Then the audience is satisfied now because we have done the three levels of maqam. So this is called jawab jawab. And that was the reason for the recitation of the Holy Quran, especially in Shia voice and other competitions. We always wait. Uh, we, we were waiting for the higher pitch or jawab jawab of the uh, each maqam. I think... Credit to yourself and credit to the amazing team at Shia Voice. You got people to fall in love with the Quran. Alhamdulillah, that's the blessing of the Holy Quran and the blessing of Ahlul Bayt. And as you mentioned, the great team of Shia Voice and Imam Hussein TV, definitely. Inshallah, we look forward to the second season. Um, if someone doesn't have a good voice like me, you have good voice, by the no, way. No, I don't. Your voice is really. Whenever How can someone can can they have a good voice if you if you because you know voice is a talent. Uh, I don't agree you, with this. How you don't agree with? Yeah, this? I don't agree because it was an issue as well. Yeah, I, I'd like to hear say you. yes because I mean, some people think you know you could have an amazing voice, um, but can you if you don't have a good voice? Yeah, I, I'm sure now. For example, now here, your voice is better than my voice, Hajj Mustafa. I don't. Because your voice is, mashallah, strong. Your voice has good uh, dimension, but has no melody. But, but it can you can build up and, and the melody you can work on that it's like for example you say i don't have good muscles you go to gym you work you have good diet and then you have the best body so you can increase your, your muscles exactly because we have vocal cords mm. we have two vocal cords you work on on the vocal cords you look after your health you look after your 
Of course, we don't look after our health too much. You look after of your actually diet and you practice, you learn, you warm up your voice. Of course, we, I, I came here, here, I thought that is just talking. So I didn't warm up the voice for the uh, mm-hmm. third stage. But usually we recite daily basis. That's the reason. So the voice is ready for the jawab jawab, for example. Sometimes it's not ready. So I do not agree that, for example, someone says, I don't have good voice. So I stop and I don't practice. No. In the lesson of voice, we say all types of voices are beautiful. Of course, in the Holy Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about the Sawt al-Hamir, it is the, 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 the mm-hmm. ugliest. No, but voice in general, any voice of man and woman are beautiful. We just have to give a proper direction to the voice. We have to warm it up. We have to train it because we have different qualities. If a voice, for example, doesn't have flexibility, we work on the flexibility. If the voice doesn't have uh, good uh, tahrir, we work on tahrir, which is which means vi- uh, vibration or vibrato. So we have to work on the qualities. How long training do I need to go? So it, it depends on on your effort. Yeah. If if you are really passionate in the recitation of the Holy Quran, you want to learn it. So it, it doesn't take too much time. Daily basis, you have practice, and you have a specific uh, diet. It doesn't mean that, for example, me. I don't like cold water. I don't like ice cream. I don't. I don't eat because it affects your voice. Yeah, it affects. Mm. Yeah, you should look after that. Or you have a specific uh, actually exercises for your voice, and as well. So after that, you learn the melodies. So voice is actually a mean of uh, actually uh, performing the melodies. So you have voice and you perform the melodies. As you mentioned, for example, jawab a job. So with voice, with good voice, with actually prepared voice, you do and go perform the jawab a job. So voice, of course, we always believe in this, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is adil. Sometimes, you know, we have for a person, Allah already gave him a good voice. Hmm. For Mustafa Mas'ud, Allah gave him a specifically fluency or eloquency in the speaking. You are a good lecturer, mashallah. So Allah gave this ability to you. But it doesn't mean that you can't be a good reciter. You work and you become a reciter. So Allah is Adil. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when we came to this world, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turned on one light of our skills. It doesn't mean that the other skills, we can't turn it on. Allah is Adil. You so we can look this for the switch. Ahsantum. You have to go through it. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to inshallah make time to to take some lessons. You you, you have to, you know, um, I was in a Muslim convention and I have seen one of the lecturers. He came and he started lecturing and he started with the recitation of the Holy Quran in Tahqiq. I like that part. Yeah, I think I Sayyid Sayyid Haydar. I said Haydar al Bahr al Ulum. I like that. Yeah, I That's that. very good. I, I want every alim of us. Sheikh Usam al Attar does this yes. as well. Do you start when like he recites Quran? And because sometimes the lecture starts with a verse, yes, and you do tafsir of the verse. But when he recites this verse, he doesn't recite it normally, he recites it with uh, tahqiq, like the tajweed style. So it's beautiful, by the way. It's, it's really beautiful when you start with this way, uh, you show to the audience, Oh, this is a reciter of the Holy Quran. And as well, our lecturers, our scholars, our ulamas. The main point for themselves, because this is zahir, it's obvious, the recitation of the Holy Quran, they should know it. Someone uh, advised me once after I done a lecture, he said, um, and again, this was advice that uh, at the time I took on board because um, he said, you know, you are a speaker. And if you recite a Quran, if you recite a verse from the Quran, make sure you recite it right. 
one wrong recitation and they're going to say, look, these yes. guys can't even recite yes. the Quran. Yeah. So uh, the importance of actually um, getting the pronunciation, the the harakat correctly is is important. It's so, very important. I have I have received many comments from our friends from maybe other schools. They say say it. We respect uh, to you and to your ulamas, but this is your weakness. You have to sort this. There's a weakness with the Quran. Yes. Hifad and recitation. Hifad and recitation, for example, when you say, Inna a'tayna kal kawthar, is totally different from Inna a'tayna kal kawthar. Mm. Or kaw, another pronunciation. Mm. Completely changes. Or if I say, for example, Allahu samad or Allahu samad, it completely changes the mm. meaning. Can, can you work on the makharij of the letters? Or again, it depends on your mother tongue. No, 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 you can work. We have many non-Arab reciters. I, I'm, of course, yeah, I'm, no, no. I'm originally Arab. We are Sayyids. Yes, we are originally say, uh, Arab. But I mean, you were born yeah, in Yeah, but Arab. I was born in Afghanistan, so so uh, we practiced. We have many other reciters. They are not Arabs, but the, their pronunciation are better than Arabs. Talking about, you know, you just mentioned you were born in uh, Afghanistan. Uh, Alhamdulillah, a lot of people, as I mentioned, have come... Um, and watched, for example, Shia Voice or seen you in the masajid, the mosques, the centers. Um, Sayyid Jalal has become the person we all know for recitation of the Quran beautifully, as well as du'as, as well as uh, anashid and tawashih, as well as nakmiyas. Tell us about, you know, your, your upbringing in Afghanistan um, and how you were introduced to the Quran. Was it a young age? I'm guessing not. Because once I saw you speak to one of the young participants in the Shia voice yes. and you told them, you know, I wish I, at you, I was learning Quran at your age. Yes. You're lucky I learned it. Later. Yeah, really, we had difficulties, especially when I was in Afghanistan. Of course, I started uh, learning, usually as every Afghans, they used to go to masjid, Mad to, to the mosque in the morning when I was three years old. And of course, it was the will of my mom, may Allah place her in the highest stage of paradise. She said, Sayyid Jalal, I want you to be uh, like a reciter who is still alive in Afghanistan. It was always in my mind, so I had to do something because my, mom, uh, my mother asked something. So I have to fulfill that. So I was working at that time in Afghanistan, but then when I migrated uh, to Iran because we had civil war in Afghanistan. So I was around 10 years old when we were migrated to Iran. And then from there, we started learning more recitation of the Holy Quran with the teachers, some teachers. But still, I always mention this because nowadays with the technology, we, we have facilities to just have a recitation of famous reciters, uh, like Egyptian reciters, various, just you type their names and it come in YouTube. Mm. But at that time, really, we had problems we couldn't have youtube internet uh, at that time difficult to listen yeah, to difficult respect. difficult but yes we started um with difficulties uh but alhamdulillah uh, we had good sessions of the holy quran good teachers at that time um and gradually gradually so we we did our best to become a reciter did you start with imitating someone at a young age? Did you? Who, who was your favorite reciter at yeah, a young age? Yeah, at a young age, for many reciters, for many Abdul reciters, Basit. it's Abdul Basit. Was it? Was that your? Yes, favorite? I was reciting with Abdul Basit. Is he still your favorite reciter, or do you? Have a, still, have you know, Abdul Basit is for that age. Mm. But when you a little bit, you you grown up, you go to the uh, middle age, and then you, your voice changes. Mm. 
because your voice changes, you know, in the voice we have um, bass, we have baritone, tenor. So the voice is tenor at the young age and then it mm. comes baritone and then it comes sometimes bass. So because of that, you change your uh, favorite reciter. I used to recite with uh, uh, Abdul Basit uh, and then uh, Mutwali Abdul Al and then Shahat Muhammad Anwar and then uh, Raghav Mustafa Galwash and then uh, Mustafa Ismail. But Alhamdulillah, now the way I recite, it's not taqlidi, it is not imitating them anymore. Yeah, of course, you yeah, now people are imitating you, inshallah. Allah Akbar, it's it's very kind of them. So now, my recitation, of course, the recitation of many Egyptian reciters is based on ma'na, on the meaning. So that's very important. I always want. What do you mean on ma'na? On ma'na. You know, <clears throat> verses of the Holy Quran in one surah, maybe we have different topics, Hajj mm. Mustafa. For example, in Surah Al Inshiqaq, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, brings that news of either Sama un shaqqat, and then until, and then we have two groups. Mm. So we have to show this masrur, happiness. happiness. And then the ayah changes. changes. You have to change. So that's the reason ma'na is a key factor. Nowadays, I see many reciters, they just imitate a reciter just hear the for example melodies and just copy that melody in another verses no a reciter of the holy quran should know the meaning at least 80 percent of the meaning mm. you have to know doesn't matter if you're arab or non-arabs of course arabs they know but non-arabs they have to know the meaning because the meaning changes or for example in surah to al-qari'ah Mm. When you recite Al Qari'atumal Qari and then when you say Wama Adrakamal Qara, then you have Yawma Yakunu Nasukal Farashil Mabthus wa Takunul Jivalu Kal Ainal Mafush. Here we have two groups. Again. Fa Thakulat Mawazinu. It is it is good. Mm. It is happy. Happy. so narun hami you have to show the nar mm. you know in the shia voice when uh, abbas jafar was he was a poet yes he was just reading poetry i was i was mentioning this as well because the barakat of quran each word has personality Sahih. each word has personality when you say nar you have to show it mm. even when you want to sing your poetries or even when you recite your holy quran you have to show it when you say Jannah, you have to show it Jannah. So the audience mm. feel it. You have to make them feel yeah. it. Yeah. For the reason I say, Hajj uh, Mustafa, is why I personally now, I don't, for example, imitate or recite with the uh, st style of Abdul Basit. When you listen to Abdul Basit, you remember Maut. It's, it's not just me. Many of our audience, sometimes I recite. It's perfect say, for a few Yeah. So he said, please don't recite. Please don't. Why? Because I remember Maud. I remember <laughs> someone is dying. No, 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 no. That is, so that is the style. 
Of course, he, he, even, even when he recites Maqam al-Sika, it is as well sad. So um, that is the reason. So we have to show the words with the melody. So the base, the base of recitation is ma'na, is meaning, mm -hmm. is verses, not the melodies. So the melody just is a completion, comes to help, to show. So that is the point I mentioned from here, Mustafa, to our dear viewers, they are watching. So go through ma'na, go through the meaning of the Holy Quran. And of course, you have to know the melodies. So you should know, for example, Saba is for which type of topics? Mm. Hijaz for which type of topics? Or for example, Maqam al-Nahawant, for which type of topics? Or Maqamat Murakkab, I mean compound melodies. All of this, um, when we go to the field of recitation of the Holy Quran, is, is mashallah very big. How important is it to know the maqamat it, rather it, than just go into the recitation and imitate someone without knowing which maqam you're reading? As I mentioned for you, so you're reciting verse about adab and you're reciting with the, with the happy melody. melody. Or you're reciting something like, for example, in Surah An-Naba, If I recite this, Sad. If you say, I don't want this, 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 this gender, I want to go. <laughs> it happens like this. So you have to, it is, it is the responsibility of the reciter to convey the message. When we recite, you have to convey the message. It's exactly when you go to uh, Majlis, you're reciting for the birthday of uh, an imam. So you have to recite in happy, happy not melody. Not or if sad. you're going to a funeral, you have to choose the Fatihas, for example. Yes, that's very important. You know that uh, I've always I wanted to ask you this. You know, and, uh, there's a maqam, which is the Iraqi recitation. Yes. Is that part of these maqamat or yes. is that different? No, it, you know, we you know which one oh, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, of course, of course. Do you, you read that as well, Sayyid? Yes. Can you give us an example? A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim Bismillahir rahmanir rahim Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim It is Torah al-Iraqi Style of Is it only the Iraqis read this? The Iraqi they recite But it is Maqam It's actually a mixture of Maqam Asika And Bayati This mixturing So this Just Mainly recited in Iraq For example Saba Is mainly recited in Iraq In the lesson of Maqamat Usually we say the region of Maqam al-Saba is Iraq. Hmm. Why? Because Iraq is a land of tragedy. Oh. And mainly sad melodies is recited there. Hmm. Or for example, Maqam al-Nahawant, the region of Maqam al-Nahawant is Hind, hmm. India. Because that style is actually mainly recited or uh, been performed in, in India. Or for example, Sika, we say the a region of Sika is uh, Azerbaijan. But it doesn't mean that Azerbaijani people, they created Maqam Sika. No, no. Maqamat created 
when the the universe came uh, when we had the universe the first stage of universe so it's it, it says for example when we say iraqis they created crying no crying yeah. is in, in, in it's, it's part natural. of our, our yeah. ourselves so that's a total like, oh as well for example maybe you have heard the uh, another reciter from sudan so that was tor toral for example sudani or toral afriqi mm. Like this tour. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim. And they say like this. Wal-lazhi ba'atha fi al-ummiyyina rasoolam minhum yatlu alayhim ayati. Like it, it is, you, you, when you listen to this, you think that it is African melody comes oh. to you. So it's mainly the geography the environment affects uh, sometimes to the melodies. So it is Rast Obedi, for example. These people in Africa, they, they recite. Or for example, in um, in Iran, Ajam is recited too much. Or for example, the same thing as I mentioned for uh, Iraq, Tor al-Iraqi is mainly recited. Many melodies there are. It's rich, by the way. Iraq is, is really rich in melodies uh, in different Tor they have which is mainly dedicated to Iraqis. As I mentioned, you know, uh, people know you for the reciting of the Quran at the programs that they attend. A lot of them, for example, uh, centers invite you for wuladat, shahadat of the Imams. And Muharram, you have, I think, a few programs yeah. of reciting the Quran. You've not, you, Alhamdulillah, people are uh, inviting you to travel. Yes, yes. I believe you went to Canada yes, to yes. travel to recite the Quran. This was US, yes. not, not seen in the Shia world. Other than, for example, in the Ahl Sunnah world, where, for example, Egyptian reciters get yes. invited to recite Quran. Yes. Where yes. you don't see it in the Shia world. Unfortunately, we don't see it. We don't see it that much. Maybe in Iran, a bit. Yes. Because Iran yes. have, I think, progressed in the tahqiq part of the recitation, yes. if I'm not mistaken. We, they even have some people that won the world competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, of course, of course. But now, alhamdulillah, we see this now again, where you... But I still have a point to make, which is uh, sadly in certain communities, I don't know if you agree or disagree, the Quran is placed in the start of the program as a filler. Yeah. What do I mean? I mean, just so we pack the hall and we get everybody ready for the lecture. Yes. Or for the next part of the program. It's just there. Yes. And people sadly talk in the Quran. And we are told yes. if the Quran is being recited, then you have yeah. to listen. Yeah, yeah. I do agree with you, and uh, unfortunately, I have many issues uh, with our communities, uh, different communities, especially as you mentioned, some of the communities. When I go there, really, I mentioned and I ask them, please, when I'm reciting Quran, please listen to the recitation of the Holy Quran. I don't need your respect towards me. I'm just reciting the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I need respect of you towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to, towards the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Believe me, Haj Mustafa, I was reciting somewhere, I don't want to mention the name. And in the middle of my recitation, I stopped my recitation. And I reciting this one. And as well, I recited. Mm. I mentioned when Sheikh comes or Khatib comes, no one talks. When Aradud recites, no one talks. When the reciter of the Holy Quran recites, you talk. And then after the one or two majlis, a person came to me and said, you disrespected us. 
How? Uh, we were not the people that we were talking. We were just saying salam to our. I mentioned even even I have these issues with the Muslim Muslim, Muslim uh, convention in in Birmingham. While one of the uh, our friends he was reciting, the people they used to talk. Or when uh, a person was reciting, the ulama was entering. All the people they used to stand up. No, even if Imam Zaman enters. And you are reciting, believe me, Imam Zaman, don't let you to stand up because the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, ihtiram, respect of the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have this issue. Not just standing up, talking. Talking too much while you are reciting the Holy Quran because you need concentration. You want to just focus on your recitation and the matter of uh, actually uh, respecting while you are reciting. We should just change this in our community, in our just different jamaat we have. Some of the jamaat you are respecting, they're yes. good. I, I, that's why I said some. Yeah, no. some of them, unfortunately, we have to change. And as you mentioned, um, unfortunately, in our community, we don't have many majalas for the recitation of the Holy Quran. As you mentioned, it's just for the beginning of Quran. It says two or three minutes, say it, and then go. Believe me, I have I have be, uh, been invited for <laughs> three so, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, um, I have been invited for a majalis. Uh, I have baraka, to mention yeah. this. Yeah, baraka, uh, just baraka. Uh, they, they call me on the same day. For example, tonight they have program. I say, Sayyid, you have very good voice. Fulan, fulan, fulan. We want you to recite tonight. And I said, uh, Excuse me, you had your poster, you had your radut, you had your speaker. speaker one week, one week before this. When it comes to reciter of the Holy Quran, you just call me today. I don't come, sorry. Go and ask another person. Why? I, now, Hajj Mustafa, really, I am in, in challenging um, time with the community because they have to know that they should respect the reciter of the Holy Quran. They should respect Quran. And I don't say, of course, the reciter of the Holy Quran is higher than, than, than Rawadit because they are reciting Quran, but we respect them. Of course, based on the, uh, I tell you the reason, Hajj Mustafa, why? If you are a reciter of the Holy Quran, you can be Radut, you can be... I was just going to say this. Uh, yeah. I said all the famous reciters, I'm sure you know this, all the famous Ruadid started as Quran, Quran reciter. All of them. That's the reason. Without a doubt. That's the reason for the respect of the Holy Quran. I don't say, uh, even I asked him, you, you respect the Rawadid in this level as well. Please respect Same them. Same level. Same level. We don't want to say that better, uh, better than them. At least at the same level. But when you go to the other school, Hajj Mustafa, I'm sure that you, you were with them. The way they respect Quran and reciters of the Quran is, is totally different. Yeah. I always say, as the Holy Prophet said, So we have to have both. Balance. Balancing. And that is, uh, Alhamdulillah, we have great community. Amazing community. We have amazing community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ahlul Quran wa Ahlul um, Ahlul Bayt. They, they are both. They have both at the same time. So we, we are strong. We are strong if we have both at the same time. No, I'm I'm, I'm sure when you're saying this, you're not pointing down because the, uh, you know you, you agree that Alhamdulillah. I think especially now that COVID's over, the majalis are back. Uh, our, our mosques are being filled our communities are very good communities so this is not to put them down you know we want a better we want to raise their standards Definitely. and let's be honest uh, you know again controversial or not these are very cultural yeah like for example i say this and maybe some iraqis will be upset but we come to our mosques in certain majalis 
and we say salamu alaikum to somebody next to the door and we go and sit down and then I, we spoke about this i yeah. think a few years ago and then after they sit down they do salam again by coming and saying masakumullah masakumullah yeah. which is very nice but sometimes it's causing nuisance in the majlis it's causing sound or this guy's coming in. I mean, why do you need to? Again, it might upset people because people love this. They, they yeah, love yeah, this yeah. tradition. Of, That's their culture, you know, of course. That's their culture. But you said something important that even if, if, if the awaited imam comes, then he respects the words of the Quran and there's no everybody. And again, this is, a t some people might get upset, but it's the, you know, if you look at, I always mention this. If you look at the life of the Prophet, Imam Ali alayhi salam, speaks about the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He used to say he had a feature that when he enters a majlis, the first place available to him, he used to sit down. Ahsan, ahsan. Wallah, I don't have to. And again, it might upset people, but certain people have to sit over here and over here and everybody has to stand. This is causing, I don't know, but there is improvement, inshallah. Inshallah. No, and not all, not no, all, some. I think, uh, uh, Sheikh Mustafa, it depends on the khutaba. Uh, on the speakers, the scholars, and as well on the reciters themselves. If I don't respect myself, then no one will. Yeah. And if I don't respect the Holy Quran, so of course the people they don't respect. If I don't say, for, please listen to the verse of the Holy Quran, and I don't react, so definitely the people they say, okay, reciter of the Holy Quran, just three minutes, barakah, yalla, mm -hmm. wassalamu alaikum. No, I think the, the, it's, it's making people also fall in love with the Quran and with the recitation of the Quran and, and appreciate the reciter what he's reciting and I think again Shia voice has got Definitely. more people interested in the Quran Definitely, uh, got people to want to send maybe their children because I think it's educational as well Yes, it's yes. tarbiyah yes. it's how you are brought up maybe if I was brought up in certain parts of the world where this was normal I don't see what you're saying makes sense this doesn't make sense You know, this is how we were brought up my whole life I sit the Quran is just there barakah at the beginning and that's it yeah, yeah. but I think if we teach out the new generation the importance of the Quran there is uh, improvement Yeah, of down. course There is improvement And uh, as you mentioned Yeah, Shia voice I think uh, Has done as a revolution In our community hmm. uh, Unfortunately I have to mention here as well Some of the people Maybe Even they didn't like The Shia voice Believe me Maybe yeah, I, I say this Of course I, I, you, I know You know you know. Yeah, this. of course But we have to thank It's a good date They have done You know, I was in Karbala from starting from the airport here in London till Karbala and then coming back everywhere saying salam Shia voice Shia voice everywhere Alhamdulillah and, and, and I, I was asked uh, by some of our brothers uh, from uh, Mozambique in Karbala in the streets of Karbala please judge me they, <laughs> they, they, recite, yeah, they stop me and they, they recite and judge them so that is barakat of the, the Holy Quran barakat of Ahlul Bayt Alhamdulillah I say again uh, I thank the team a strong team mashallah they have done a good job and it is um, a great opportunity so we introduce to the uh, to the world that the Shias not just chest beating they are not just uh, beating the, the chest for Abu, Abu Abdullah and for Ahlul Bayt, they are the, the best reciters as well. Alhamdulillah, we had good reciters of the Holy Quran. Yeah, even the final, we had people yes. that recited the, the Quran. And believe all me, the way to the final. Hajj Mustafa, we will have, inshallah, the best reciters. They are coming. Inshallah. So from the Shia voice started, many people, they came to me, and Alhamdulillah, they are coming to our Quranic sessions. And I have some online students, not just from UK, from uh, UAE, from Canada, from U US. Well, Sayyid, USA. Some people said you were too harsh. 
uh, harsh. You are harsh. You some some of these are children, and you're going no, no, down no. on them. Of, of course, um, I'm not very harsh. Bad. I always give them the feedback, the the good feedback, the positive <laughs> first, and then the the negative part. Of course, they don't have the negative. So the reason you are there, I hope, I wished, I was being judged like this. Yeah, you said that a few times. Yeah. Because, you know, you learn many things. As you mentioned, jawab jawab. So now everywhere I go, even the old women say, say it, Masumi, jawab jawab. For example, payati. Oh, I don't know. It's now, like, for example, Nazar uh, Qatari is branded with something else, and yeah. I am branded, like, for example, with payati, jawab jawab. This is stuff. And that's good, alhamdulillah. It's very good. Why we shouldn't have? Um, this is. A great platform for our community. I wish, I hope the sisters, they could do as well this performancing, um, at least in, in Tertil. We yeah. don't have many issues in Tertil. So yeah. we could give them as well opportunity. a opportunity, opportunity to, to perform as well. Because I have been in the Hajj uh, Safa in, in the majalas of other schools. I have listened to the sisters. I have judged even them. Uh, there isn't any issue. There is, of course, we respect the Maraji, we respect the, their ideas. But I always say, when I listen to the recitation of the Holy Quran, for example, when I listen to Mustafa Ismail, I got crazy, really. I, I, I don't know what to do because I, I'm out of the earth because the beautiful recitation uh, he does. But it's really aib for me if I listen to a sister and the recitation takes me to another place. So it's it's my idea. I respect the ulamas, but I think we should give them uh, opportunity because I have as well many uh, students from the female side. They are excellent reciters, excellent reciters. They can raise the flag of Shia in the, in the world. That's that's interesting. Inshallah, if we if somehow we can we can get them maybe to start with the tartil and then if there's yeah, a, of there's a Zaid, I wanted to ask you because maybe some people have got this misconception and I thought I'd ask you but you say you know this type of show and again I'm asking you for your opinion is now turning into creating celebrities no what do you say about, no, about, about of, something of, like this you're creating cele a celebrity celebrities now. of course we can say celebrities if, if the celebrity is from the Shia community if the celebrity is from Quran so why not why not why not? If if you are better than him being of, of, of course. taking someone off. Now, now for example, uh, Muhammad Mudaffar, young, young boy. Mm. He's a good reciter with beautiful voice. So we want we want to actually present him. We want to actually um, promote him, mm -hmm. him and other reciters like, for example, Rashid Haider. Why not? Both of them were with us in Ziyara this year. Why not? It, it's 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 a. I, I think we should do this. If the person says celebrity, of course. Why the other schools, they have celebrities? Why we invite, for example, from the other school, from Egyptian reciters, we invite them here. Why we shouldn't have the Shia community? Why? Why we always, for example, invite the Rawadid from Iraq? Why we shouldn't have from London, from UK? Mm -hmm. You know, Haj Mustafa, um, one of the things, I'm really proud of that, I think I was the, 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 the first person in the Shia community who raised the flag of Great Britain in Iran. And I'm proud of that. You know, it's difficult. Of course. Haj Mustafa. It's <laughs> difficult. <laughs> of course. Either politically or anything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Always, you know, the first position, second position is, is, is actually, of course, they are, we can say they are uh, strong, but it's difficult. But uh, in one competition, I got the third position in the world. 
Yes. So, but what's from where? From Great Britain, Amazing. United Kingdom. Mm. So why not? We should present from here, from our Shia community, uh, celebrity or celebrity in, in what way? It depends in which way they use it. Yeah, the context of what. If I have celebrity like, for example, Rashid Haider, we have to actually promote for him. If you have celebrity like Haj Mustafa Masood, we have to promote for him. A good speaker, young speaker, good voice. Whenever I, I listen to you, I remember uh, Sayyid Ammar Nakhchawani, the same type well, of yeah, I copy voices. <laughs> now, I think I think what, what, what the misconception was, they're saying, you know, this could be dangerous. But again, I, I understand that. Um, it's, it's the context of how you want to promote this person, not in a, in a bad way, but in, in a way to promote the, the message. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, when, again, like you said, you said, if you don't respect me, okay, when I'm reading, but I respect the words that I'm reciting, I respect the Quran. Again, the person re- reciting a Latmiya or the person giving a talk, or the per- you're respecting and you're, uh, because of his connection to the Ahlul Bayt or his connection to the Quran. Not because of who he is or how he Definitely. is. Definitely. It's that. So I think that, that people need to sort of think outside the box. Yes, of course. And not always point fingers and look at look at positivity, I think. Definitely. Definitely. And, and, and things rather than... So 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 I think there there is a revolution happening. It, it happened Inshallah. already. It happened already. We have seen, mashallah. Yeah. Even in the first series, first... Uh, season of, uh, of of Shia voice, it happened, and Alhamdulillah, we see uh, good feedback from everywhere. I go different places, different countries, and I see. I was just last week in in Netherlands. Mm. They they have seen me in in in, um, in Karbala, say it, taking photos. We have to come to our majlis to our mm. uh, uh, milat. Okay, so that is already. We have done this, this job. Indeed. And of course, we want Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and as well the support of Ahlul Bayt, the Holy Quran itself, to help us to, to promote more. Now, for example, I am researching more about melodies, about this stuff. If, for example, either me or any person coming to become a judge for the Shia voice, so there are too much responsibility upon our shoulders. So we are actually responsible to give a good feature of Ahlul Bayt. And Quran. At the moment, uh, if parents want to bring their kids to learn, what age do you recommend uh, for someone to start maybe reciting Quran? Yeah. And at the moment, are you teaching? I'm sure yes. you are teaching. Yes, yes, yes. Details. We, we used to we used to have online, but now we have Alhamdulillah face to face. I have about maybe three places uh, during the week. Yeah, for example, one of them is Diwan Al Kafil, which is our Darul Quran Al Furqan. Every Tuesday we do. Quran sessions, we have different levels, but one level which I teach them is actually voice in tune and Tajweed uh, advanced. So based on the which age we have to start, of course, our sessions, we start uh, from six, uh, six years old. But a person came to Imam Ali and asked, from which age I have to start teaching my kids? You know, what was the, re- the response, uh, Sheikh Masoud? Was it while he's yeah, in what, the womb? What, yeah, what was, what while, would we? While, while he's in the womb of his mother? Ahsantum. Yeah. Imam Ali Asal replied 10 years before his or her birth. Mm-hmm. 10 years before his or her birth. What does it mean? So the parents, they have to start from themselves. Teach yourself. The parents, they have to start from themselves. If I'm not a good reciter, if I don't recite Quran beautifully, so I can't expect my kids to recite beautifully. 
So I have to be a good reciter. I have to actually dedicate my time to the recitation of the Holy Quran, daily basis or weekly basis. So then I can expect my kids. Do you have classes for older people or is it only children at the moment? For my class at... Because uh, maybe someone who's maybe aged 40. I have even more than... embarrassed coming to... A class with children. I have. Uh, I have. It's not a person. easy for someone. To I know. Come. I know. I have a person, uh, fifty-six years old. He's coming and he's reciting amongst the young generation. So we have different. In my class at um, Al Furqan Al Quran, we have different ages. We have uh, even young generation, like Said Abbas Hashimi, who was one of the participants at mm. the Shia Voice. His dad is coming, and many others. They are attending uh, to the Quranic session. They recite, and I give them feedback. Either this feedback is based on their uh, recitation in, in, in melodies, in maqamat, or in tajweed, in rules of recitation. Even I had, you know, Dr. Maqbul Rahim, who was very old. He used to attend to my, to, yeah. to my uh, Quranic sessions. Of course, this pandemic uh, affected a, a bit of the everything. Okay. But alhamdulillah, Quran is alive. And inshallah, we are under the support of the, the Holy Quran and the Ahlul Bayt. Inshallah. Well, thank you, Sayyid, for making time for the progeny. Uh, I think people will look forward to seeing you on the season two of uh, Inshallah. The Inshallah. I thank you, Hajj Mustafa. You are one of the pillars of our mm, community. You and your we father, from you, we know them. Alhamdulillah and uh, mashallah, eloquent in the uh, speaking and lecturing. May Allah protect you, protect your family and Ahsan, protect your program as well. Ahsan, thank you for coming to the progeny.